This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. The Odyssey app. All right, final hour of Ben Woods. we got a lot to uh, get to this hour, actually, uh, including two giveaways. Mm. We'll play some real or fake coming up at 920 with a chance to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas. And then after uh, the bottom of the hour, we will give away some Padre Spring training tickets and a chance to win a getaway to Peoria, Arizona for a grand prize winner. So lots to get to. Uh, we have our Italian Paul Rindle report coming up, but I wanted to thank Kevin Charity Again, for talking Padres prospects uh, with us. I, I'll have to agree with you. Sam Levitt's uh, sitting in for Woods. The composure of Ethan Salas. I've interviewed 10-year big league veterans who didn't seem as put together as the 16-year-old kid from Venezuela did in just uh, chatting with the media. I saw him on with MLB Network. We played your interview with him on the show earlier this week, just standing in front of the, the collected media inside the clubhouse at Petco Park. That's not easy to do, even for someone who's been around the league for a while. You know, most guys get used to it and they figure out how to handle it. But for a 16-year-old, the fact that it wasn't just, um, yeah, no, no, I'm excited. This is good. Oh, yeah, no, he had he had something to say. It was thoughtful, but you know, nothing nothing crazy. I thought I was very impressed. I was also very impressed. I think everyone was very impressed. The composure, the video you see online, it is all very impressive for somebody who's 16 years old. A uh, few things from that, that Kevin Charity uh, interview, and he, he did a nice job breaking down a, a number of different things. Uh, Salas, I think for sure, easily, based on what we know, what we've seen, what everybody's saying, is a top three prospect in the organization Already, I think what's interesting, the Padres have some really nice prospects like Merrill, like Lesko, like Savas now, a couple of other names. Uh, Samuel Zavala is a young outfielder who was at low A last year who's impressive. They're just young. Like, these aren't guys that you're going to see this year. These aren't guys that you, you might not see them next year. They're just young. So it's going to be interesting by the end of this season, going into next season, to see where these guys are all ranked and what the system looks like with another draft coming up. Um, and then, look, I think one of the underrated storylines, we talked about it with um, with Kevin there for a little bit, is Luis Campusano heading into this year. You know, people forget how highly rated of a prospect he was. And he spends a lot of time in the minor leagues. This is a player that's played in 28 major league games. The idea that anybody knows what Luis Campusano is offensively, what he isn't, I, I think just it isn't the case. Like, we don't know what he is. For all we know, he's going to play a good deal this year and be really, really good. I think there's a real chance of that. I do. It's funny how quickly fans, even media members, will give up 
on a prospect because they don't see success right away. Right. Uh, we saw it with Anthony Rizzo here in San Diego, who was a Padres top prospect, came up for a, a month, month and a half, hit like 100, just didn't look like he belonged in the big leagues. Eventually they traded him for Andrew Kashner, probably a, a trade that is going to be regretted for a while as as he turned out to have a, an right. all-star really, really good career and, and Kashner's arm you know, flamed out in San Diego. You have to have at least enough patience to let some of your prospects turn into what they're going to be. Right, and a big part of developing players and developing prospects, and for these guys in general, is what organization you're in and the time you're in that organization. These prospects with the Padres right now are in a very unique scenario. I don't know if it's super unique, but it's a scenario that only really a handful of teams are in where their major league roster is is really set, and in some cases really set for a long time. You think about somebody like... You know, some of the guys the Padres traded away, a C.J. Abrams, a Mackenzie Gore, uh, the list goes on and on and on, uh, Robert Hassel III when he eventually comes up. Well, if if it's 2022, 2023, and you're a top prospect and, and you're almost at the big leagues with a team like the Washington Nationals, your experience is a lot different than if you're with the San Diego Padres because in Washington, you may, if you're C.J. Abrams coming out of spring training last year, you may no doubt get that starting shortstop job at a spring training you're going to play every day for 162 games it's a lot different of a, a scenario than with than than if you're with the Padres right now so this stuff plays a lot into it bottom line with Camposano in, in my eyes and I'm, I'm intrigued to see what happens in spring training what happens at the start of the year um, he hasn't really had a chance to play Anywhere close to every day, and he's not going to play every day, but anywhere close to consistently at the major league level, I'm intrigued to see what that looks like this year. I'll put it another way for you. If you're a top prospect in an organization, like you said, the Washington Nationals, and you're in the minor leagues, and your skipper calls you into the office, you're hoping you get the call-up. That's a good, likely option. If you're a Padres prospect and you get called into the office, you're probably thinking, I just got traded to another organization because you know that there's not probably room to get that call up at least this year when the Padres are going all in to win a World Series they're not they're not going to have the patience to to you know go slow with prospects and you know absorb the struggling times they're trying to win now so you might be more of a commodity on the trade market than you would be you know, bringing anybody up at this point, especially as young as you said, most of the Padres' right. top prospects are. Yeah, a, a big part of this stuff, and I don't think a, a lot. Of, well, I won't say a lot of people realize it. I think some people don't realize that a lot of this stuff is about like what organization you're with and when you're with them, and and that can be the difference between if you're a minor leaguer eventually making it to the major leagues and not. Timing and situation and organization is a very big part of this stuff. All right, before you make your next bet, you have to check out BetQL. BetQL looks at every bet from every game to find you the best bets possible. Every bet ranked on a scale of one to five stars. BetQL has all the data and analytics you need to win more consistently. Football, basketball, pro and college games, it's all there. Don't take betting advice from your weird uncle or that random guy on Twitter. BetQL does all the hard work for you. It's time to get better at betting. Visit BetQL.com or download the BetQL app to get three days of BetQL access absolutely free. And now with more, here's Italian Paul. And get things started here with our edition, today's edition of the Rindle Report. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report. 
with Paul Rindel. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biatch? It's the Rindel Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a All right, Frank, let's get some headlines we can't refuse here. All right, let's do exactly that. Uh, Coach Prime hasn't been at Colorado long, but he's already made a pretty big splash. Five-star cornerback Cormani McClain, who committed back in October to Miami, has withdrawn his commitment to the Hurricanes and has instead committed to Colorado to play under Deion Sanders. McLean is ESPN's number four prospect in the nation and the number one cornerback after a senior season at Lakeland High School with 15 tackles, 13, uh, three passes deflected, two picks, and a sack. This is not the first time Coach Prime has done this. Last year, he was able to flip the number one cornerback, Travis Hunter, from Florida State to go to Jackson State mm. and has since transferred to Colorado with Sanders. Dion now has the number one cornerbacks from the last two recruitment periods. This could be the foundation for a very good Buffalo defense. You know, I see a lot of criticism already of Dion Sanders coming in and pretty much trashing the, the existing Colorado roster saying, hey, the transfer portal's right there. We're bringing in better players. And they go, you can't do that, Coach Prime. And then they go, you're stealing away recruits from other schools. Obviously, you're getting big and you're trading on your name. You're getting everybody big NIL deals. You can't do that, Coach Prime. You know what I say? It's exactly what he's supposed to be doing. I... This is why Colorado hired him to be ruthless, to make the team better. They, this is college football, and, and you know there's not really that much room for sensitivity anymore. And college football has changed a great deal with NIL, with the transfer portal. I agree with you. This is exa- exactly why Colorado brings him in. Um, as far he, as I know, he's not doing look, anything I, against the rules. Right, look, I don't know that Colorado is going to be great next year. I'm sure they'll be better. I'm sure they'll the be better. The bottom line is this. If he is able to bring in... This level of talent, which I think he will because of the name, because of the reputation, because of what he does and how he's running these programs, Colorado's going to get good. I, I I feel fairly confident in saying that just from the talent perspective. And by the way, have you noticed everything they do at this program? Everything's filmed. There's 10,000 social media videos of the meetings, of different coaches talking. I mean, they, they film everything. Two months ago, Colorado was the most irrelevant program in the Pac-12. Now, with USC about to leave, they might be the most relevant program. Mm. Are you telling me that's not a huge hire? And yes, yes, Coach Prime is trading on his name, his reputation, his personality, his contacts, and so should everybody else if they were in that job. Isn't that what you would do? Isn't I, why wouldn't you do that right. when you've well, got that available? I to agree. You? That that's why. I got, that's I got why no, you hire no problem yeah. with Coach Prime. No, so. I'm very, very, very intrigued Good by what happens in Colorado. Yeah. All right, this next one has a lot of numbers in it, but no math, so I'm safe from the calamity of yesterday. Uh, when you think of college basketball powerhouses, Gonzaga is certainly a team that comes to mind. Loyola Marymount, eh, maybe not so much. 
That did not stop Loyola Marymount from going into Spokane, Washington and beating the Zags 68-67 on Cam Shelton's lay-in with 13 seconds to go last night. The reason I bring this up, like Loyola Marymount just won the national championship, is because this was more than just a win for LMU. That win snapped, now grab a pencil, write this down, Gonzaga's 76-game home winning streak Mm. broke LMU's 25-game losing streak against Gonzaga, LMU's 31-year losing streak in Spokane, Gonzaga's 83-game winning streak against ranked opponents. Non-ranked opponents. uh, Non-ranked opponents, you're right. Sorry. And Gonzaga's... 36 game winning streak in the month of January. What a win for the Lions of Loyola Marymount. Upset of the year in college basketball. Now, you probably guys are too young to remember when Loyola Marymount was extremely relevant in 1990 when we just had the DeMar Hamlin situation when Hank Gathers, Mm. their basketball player, died right before the NCAA tournament, but they had the other star, Bo Kimball. Led him on a run, I believe, to the Elite Eight, and he would shoot a free throw left-handed each game to to honor his uh, his passed away teammate. And Loyola Marymount basketball was huge that year. For the last thirty-three years, you really haven't heard much from the Lions. They've really been a bottom of the pack WCC team. But that win yesterday was uh, was pretty spectacular to take down Gonzaga. It's so hard to win on the road in college basketball. It's the same reason why I said. Hey, San Diego State's win at Colorado State, it's a good win, even if it takes overtime and Colorado State's not great. You have to overcome so much. The travel, uh, sometimes altitude, bad weather during January, rowdy fan sections of students that are screaming at you. And by the way, some officiating questions as well. I went back in that San Diego State game, and someone tipped me off on this, and I went back yesterday and looked at it. The, um, The possession arrow in the second half... With uh, 7.52 remaining, there was a held ball, and they went to the media timeout, and they gave the ball to Colorado State because mm-hmm. the possession error went to Colorado State. Three minutes later, there was another held ball, and they never changed the possession error. They gave really? Colorado State two straight jump ball possessions wow. in the second half of a game that went to overtime. Could have easily cost San Diego that's, State the game. That's very interesting. Now, you know, maybe they missed it because there was a big timeout and they yeah. forgot. Or maybe you, know, it's, you, know, you get ben, those home scorers I, tables that well, yeah. get away I, with things. Who knows? I don't even know that it's home. It has anything to do with home. Sometimes, you know, I've, I've been around a lot of scorers tables. Sometimes... There's a lot going on. Oh, I've worked and, a ton of them. There's yeah, a mess. And, and there's a, a lot sometimes. going on. And so I could see a situation where they just forget to flip the light. I mean, it it could it, it could be it could, innocuous. It could be, be very innocuous. But there, I've also seen situations. It's, it's not where as like is, technical as people is not, think. I've seen uh, people running the clock who you know will save an extra second or two for the home team if they need it, or they'll bleed an extra second. Or two, if they're trying to end the class. I have seen it before. It does happen. Don't tell me it doesn't happen in college basketball. Uh, I, I wonder if Brian Dutcher is going to bring something up if he was alerted to that mm, with the Mountain West officiating crew in the conference uh, the conference headquarters. What's amazing, I, I did not realize until right now. I did see this upset last night. I did not realize that Gonzaga had the 75-game home streak. That's amazing because San Diego State just had a, it was either a 16 or 17 game home winning streak snapped yeah. when they lost uh, last week at home. And that was one of the longer ones yeah, in the country. and that was the seventh longest 
active home winning streak in the country. I was like, oh, that's cool. I had no idea Gonzaga had 75. Now, (laughs) part of it is that, you know, Gonzaga, now they play a pretty good non-conference schedule, but a lot of it's in neutral site games or on the road. And their home games, the WCC, they're they're just so dominant against the other teams in that conference that they rack up usually, you know, eight or nine home wins against conference teams every single year, just as easy as can be. They just haven't been threatened much. So to see one of those teams rise up and, uh, you know, meet the challenge was pretty cool last night. What's Loyola Marymount? What's their mascot? The The Lions. Lions. All right. They're going to become my W. CC well you get USD USD town, no no so, yeah, sorry can... sorry go, come on go Torreros Steve Lavin's Torreros in town Torreros they, they lost last take, night to, I take uh, that back go to Toreros. Portland on the road a very close tough road loss uh, Marcellus Erlington scored thirty two a career high all right last one for you. Frank. Sam just averted a riot right there. I know. <laughs> I saved you from. I, I wasn't thinking. I wasn't the thinking angry right for mobs a at USD just 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 over there. I mean, uh, if you're planning on going to Ottawa in the near future, there's going to be, uh, and you are going to be in the area of Rudeau Street in downtown Ottawa. There is one less McDonald's that you'll be able to go to, nicknamed the world's worst McDonald's. This singular location had eight. 911 calls in 2018 alone. The world became aware of this McDonald's in 2013 after a video went viral of a fight that took place in the restaurant where one of the combatants took a baby raccoon out of his sweater to join the fun. The McDonald's has been in that location since 1985 and will close after another 150 911 calls in 2022. Where was this? Ottawa. 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 Downtown Ottawa. Not planning a trip to Ottawa anytime soon, Frank. (laughs) Also, you're kind of spoiling what we all think about Canadians. They're all supposed to be so nice and friendly. I can't imagine that there'd be that many fights. I bet that raccoon was friendly. Things that happened at a a McDonald's in Ottawa, Canada. They're just supposed to say, hey, how about a Big Mac, eh? We had a fast food restaurant in college um Evanston, Illinois. Yeah, it was open late. There there were there were fights. I don't know if uh, if the police were ever called, but there was a, just a lot of stuff Evanston's going on there. not exactly the bad side of town in Chicago. Evanston's right? yeah, it's a beautiful city. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a beautiful nice, northern a nice suburb. suburb. Yeah, you yeah. go north, the farther north you go in Chicago, that's kind of the the swankier area of suburbs. Very nice. Lake Forest, Up the lake there, like yes. That. Lake Forest, uh Wilmette, Winneka. Yes, I did. Very leave nice. some, I did leave something out. In but that, that, but the fast food restaurant still not a place to be. Well, really it, it was just. It, but you know what? I, it was. It was just very. It was like college drama. It was just rowdy journalism. Yeah. students. those ex, <laughs> those extra hundred and fifty calls from last year. That was while the restaurant was open from six a.m. to ten p.m. for takeout only. So wow. you're not even allowed to eat there. It's takeout, and there were still one hundred and fifty nine one hundred calls there. Ottawa. Where is Ottawa? That's the west? capital. No, it's kind of the Middle East, the Finger not, not Lakes in the Middle area. East, but, but it's kind of, the Finger yeah. Lakes area. Yeah, it's so between, it's so weird. Canada is so close between but I've only New been York and Michigan, somewhere up there north. Right, not anywhere you're on your way to. That's for sure. All right, that's our Italian Paul Rindel report for a Friday, wrapping up the week. Good job this week, Frank. Thank you so much for your contribution. Good job, Frank. All right, we'll come back. We need a contestant for real or fake. I think it should be a fairly simple one. 
and a chance to qualify for a getaway to Las Vegas. But if you want to play, call in during the break, 833-288-0973, 833-288-0973. We'll do that next after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Some are here for the compelling sports talk with Ben and Woods. Yeah, you can go plow through another donut. It's time for Real or Fake on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, tell the people what they'll win today. Well, let's get right back with our game here of Real or Fake. we got Matt in Lakeside standing by with a chance to win a getaway to Las Vegas. One night stay at the win and two tickets to comedian Sebastian Maniscalco. Get your own tickets at Ticketmaster.com. He's got a residency March 3rd and 4th, May 27th and 28th at the Encore Theater at the Win Las Vegas. Good morning, Matt. How are you? Awesome. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're pretty good. Sammy, you good? I'm Sam's doing great. Too. All right. I don't know how uh, familiar you are with the music of Crosby, Stills, and Nash, but we lost David Crosby, so I thought, let's do a musical edition of Real or Fake instead of... You know, we didn't do Take on Woods this week with Woodsy out in Arizona. So, today on Real or Fake, we're going to test your knowledge of the group. I'll name a hit single. You tell me if it's a real Crosby, Stills, and Nash song or a fake. In this case, a song actually by Simon and Garfunkel. They sound kind of similar uh, with that kind of that kind of musical tune. So, Matt, you ready to play? I'm ready. All right, round one. Real or fake Crosby, Stills, and Nash? Ohio. Real or fake, Matt? I'm going to go real. That is a real song in Crosby, Stills, and Nash. That's easy. One point. Get three more. We'll put you into the hopper for the getaway to Las Vegas. All right. uh, Round number two, real or fake, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Bridge over troubled water. Fake. That is fake. That is Simon and Mm. Garfunkel. Very good. We got some good players this week. Even, Even Sam. 
The millennial that he is knew that one. All right, let's try round three. Sweet Judy Blue Eyes, real or fake, Crosby, Stills, and Nash, Matt. Shoot, I'm going to say real. That is real. Wow. Yes, very good. All right, that's three for three. All you need is one more, and you are good to go, Matt. Here we go, round four. The Sound of Silence, real or fake, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Fake. That is fake. Wow. Right. Four for four, and boom, that's it. You're a winner, just like that. Easy as pie. I didn't even have to get to some of our, our other ones here. Sammy, let's you, why don't you play the rest of these here? Okay. Uh, let's go with Southern Cross. I say real. That is real. All Very right. good. Uh, Mrs. Robinson. I say Fake. Fake. That's Simon and Yeah, Garfunkel. because that's not. Oh, you're okay. That's Simon. Yeah, right. I, and, I know uh, that song. Teach yeah. your children. I say real. Real. Very good. Wow. There it is. Yeah, play it for us, Frank. Matt, you stay on the line. Uh, Frank will get your information. We'll put you into the hopper for the grand prize drive. You both did so well. Wow. I thought, I thought this would be a, a good category for today. I think, I think I know more Simon and Garfunkel. Like bridge over troubled I, yeah, water. They're, they're, I mean... They're both kind of famous yeah, I, in that I, genre, right? I mean, it's they're both well before my time. Um, I just I feel like if you ask me to name Crosby, Stills, and Still and Nash's songs, it, a little harder. I was for guessing you to do. there. Yeah. yeah. All, right. All right. Well, good job, everybody, on uh, Real or Fake for a Friday. That was Real or Fake with Ben and Woods on ninety-seven-three. The Fan. All right, we had a pretty cool week with Paul and Woods out at fantasy camp. Got to uh, talk to so many of the alums who were doing the coaching out there. Uh, for our best of the week, we're going to bring some of that back. Uh, our conversation with Brett Boone was fantastic. If you missed it, uh, we'll have some of that for you when we come back in our final segment. It is right around the corner. Don't go anywhere. It's Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. We got one more giveaway, and this one is uh, pretty cool. Uh, if you are thinking about heading out to spring training, if you've never gone, first of all, I think it's fantastic. Sam, you were there last year. I, I love spring training. It's, it's really always enjoyable. It's great. Um, we have a chance to qualify for a grand prize drawing, get away to the Peoria Sports Complex, two tickets to a Padre spring training game, plus a $500 Southwest gift card to get you to the Phoenix area and a $500 Visa gift card uh, to find a place to stay. You can go to PeoriaSportsComplex.com for tickets and info, but we'll take the fifth caller 
now at 833-288-0973. If you're the fifth caller, we'll put you into the grand prize drawing, and we'll just give you a pair of tickets as well to a game there in Arizona. Um, Now, I can't promise you we'll fly you out there, but you can always drive out like we do. And uh, have yourself a great time at Padre Spring Training. Yeah, we can hang out. Yeah, well, Sammy will be there. You're going to be there most of the month, right, covering the entire thing. Yes. Woods and I, we're going out early with Paul. So, yeah, we'll see you out there and looking forward to it. Uh, They were already there this week at the exact same complex where the Padres will be hosting spring training at Fantasy Camp. We had such a fun time uh, talking to many of the Padres alums. But I see we get another guest standing by with the headset on, set up. Yes, that is uh, that is Brett Boone. Hi, Brett. How are you doing? Hey, Ben. How you doing? Good. Good I'm, to see you, I'm man. Doing all right. I'm Wish doing I could be right. there with you. But uh, how how's fantasy been a long camp month. going for you guys? It's been a long month. Has it been? Long month out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I've been here about forty nine hours. <laughs> I've aged. I'm, I'm 57 now. <laughs> you got here when you got here. How old were you? 48. 48. When you got here, now you're 57 yeah. years old. <laughs> They're long days out here. Does it bring back any uh, memories of uh, spring training? You know, before, or after the game, in those coaches' rooms. Yeah, you got guys from you know Terry Kennedy uh, to, to to Nick Hunley. It was our youngest coach. Uh, so, yeah, the, the conversations are fun. That's what it was about when we were playing. It was more the camaraderie. And then you go on the field, especially as you get into your career. Spring training is kind of a, oh, get me through it. When you're a kid, you can't wait. To you can't wait to get training. out of here. But after you're, you know, you're a veteran for a few years, it's it's about getting ready for the season. So it's a little tedious. But, yeah, the, the, the interaction in the clubhouse, that, that'll never go away. You'll never stop missing that as an ex-player. But for me, yeah, they are long days. There's some challenging. <laughs> Let's put it this way: there's some challenging abs out there for some of my guys. But in the end, it's really cool to to watch how much these guys appreciate it. And when they say fantasy, it really is a fantasy. I mean, I remember the beginning, the first day uh, it was raining. So we had to find something for these guys to do. You know, talk about yourself. I had to introduce my team. I, I almost had to introduce them twice because we were we needed to fill some more time. But then the guys get up and tell their story and why they're here. And and uh, it's like some of the guys get up and they almost had tears in yeah, their eyes. No they're doubt. so emotional about it. So that's the cool thing as a as a coach here in the camp to see how th- like this is their dream and and it's cool to watch them go out there and they take it so serious. You know, they want to get a hit so bad they want to make that play and they're crushed when they don't uh and it's a tough game out there but uh, it is. Yeah, I'm, uh it's my first real experience being you know being in fantasy camp uh and it's been a lot of fun well what's you the, guys you want to impress these you know ex-big league players your coaches by doing something well on the field right i mean that's part well, of yeah, it yeah i mean you do but you also don't want to be like what i was yesterday like you don't it's not that you want to impress them so much. You just you want to be almost under the radar. You know what I mean? You don't want to be the one, the glaring guy that's like, hey, man, cool. You, we had a four-run lead, and you blew it because you can't throw a strike. I thought you were supposed to be. We drafted you because you allegedly could pitch, and you can't. You almost just want to be. You want to get your knocks. You want to make your plays, but you don't want to do anything spectacular. You just want to just kind of be under the radar. And I bet you, Brett, there's probably guys in the big leagues that have that same mentality of like, I just 
just, I don't want to be, I, I don't want to F up too bad <laughs> that they immediately you, know I don't belong. A lot of guys have made a career out of being, staying under the radar and being good guys and being good teammates. Yeah. Um, by the way, Ben, it's, uh, I'd say, virtually impossible for these campers to impress. <laughs> Unless somebody and, and, yaks one And out I'll tell you today. what, Ben, because Woodsy, he's one of those guys. I mean, I know he loves I this. Love it. I and, do. and it was funny for me when I got here because I, I went up to him. I said, hey, hey, uh, Woodsy, you ready to go, man? He said, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> and I'm out in the cage. I'm like, by the way, I'm Boone's watching you here. And he had a rough, rough tryout <laughs> BP. You know, I know he wants to do good. I know he wants to rip a few balls. So Booney goes back in and say, hey, Woodsy swings are pretty good. And he had a rough, he was moping around. <laughs> I said, I said, Polly, how'd you, and Polly got in there. He was killing it the first day. And he goes, yeah, Woodsy, Woodsy said he had a rough BP. I said, yeah. yeah. I said, well, can he pitch? Because I had to do a draft. Yeah. And, and I don't know anything. By the way, I'm learning a lot about this. I was in with all the hitters, thinking I want the hitters. The, the, the veteran coaches here, they were out on the mound seeing who could throw strikes. Yeah. Which is kind of something in the future. I got, I got to spend my time watching these guys that can pitch. Because today we got a uh, first game is pitch. And it's I've learned now it's essential to be able to throw strikes yeah, because it. if not you know it's walk 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 and now you're losing four to nothing. So. Yep, that's exactly right. It's uh, speaking of uh, back to your time uh, in the big leagues and and going out to spring training. Like you said, when you're young, you are probably counting the days so you can get out here, come out early, just just to be around. Uh, and as the the years tick by, what were you trying to do when you got out here? I mean, you knew you you knew you were on the squad, you knew where you were hitting, you knew you were playing two bag. But you know, was it about coming out and trying not to get hurt? Was it just trying to get your work in? How hard was it to get locked in for a real season in spring training? Do they do it right? Yeah, you're right. And as you as you learn as you get some time and get some experience you know how to go about your business you know your body you know yourself you know what you need to do as a kid your your hair's on fire yeah and you can't wait for that trip across the desert in your car you got all your stuff packed and got your place and you're ready to go and you're at the yard six (laughs) o'clock and you love it i mean that's what you dreamed of your whole life is being a professional baseball player then being a big leaguer um, yeah, as time wears on, you, you can't. You're counting the days as a kid to get to camp, and and when you're a veteran, you get to camp and you're counting the days to get the hell out of here. Till it's over. Um, and and I had a weird, you know, when I was young, it seemed like I was ready to go after the first week. As I got a little bit older, usually, you know, I had some years there was never a pattern. Some years I'd have it after week two, and wow. I'd be like, I, I wish we could break camp right now because I'm on time. Yeah, and then. A few years, it's like that last week, I'm still not on time. You know, and it doesn't matter about what you're hitting. You can always get some hits. But I knew when I was right and when I wasn't right. And and there were some years where it's like, we got four games left and I'm still not there. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's it's different. There's no there's no perfect storm. There's nothing that, that I could ever really uh, count on. Like, yeah, week three, I, I should be peaking at the no, <laughs> right. There was nothing to it. It was some years <laughs> I had it right out of the gate. And some years it was a long month to get to get in a rhythm. We're joined by uh, Brett Boone here on Ben and Woods this morning. Isn't that funny, too? It's the weirdest game where you can prepare all you want you can feel great you can you know get a good night's sleep the night before you can be eight for 14 off the pitcher you're going to face and you get your four times it just Mm -hmm. this game uh, more than any other game i feel 
golf is similar. Is similar. You can prepare. You can putt. You can chip. You can have everything locked in. You get on the course, and it can fall apart just like that. Baseball is that way. How do you? How how hard is that mentally to deal with? Like this is setting up perfectly for me. I should dominate today at the dish, and he got me four times. That's why. The, the older I get, the more I see, you know, and I watch the other sports, there's nothing like hitting. Nothing. There's nothing, nothing like hitting, and I don't care how, how accomplished of a hitter you are. Uh, like you said, you can go be right on time, hit four balls on the screws, and in the box score, you had a miserable day. Terrible day. And, and people that didn't watch it, you know, you go home and, and you talk to your wife, and she says, how'd you feel? I said, did you watch? I smoked every ball. Yeah, I hit four How seats. many hits you get? Oh, for four. <laughs> And by the way, we lost. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I just find in sports, hitting is the most unpredictable. And I think, you know, people say it all the time. It's the hardest thing. I, I don't disagree with that. I think day in and day out, hitting a baseball at the top level is the f- most frustrating. And by the way, most rewarding. No doubt. Because when you're on, there's nothing like it. You know, defense is, I, I was a guy that I, I came up as a kid and I always had that that label of I was an offensive second baseman and I kind of took that as a as a dig like man I can play defense too so I really took a lot of pride in my defense as a kid uh, I wore it every day every at bat was like the end of the world and as I got a you know get, as the years piled on um I learned how to temper that, and I knew I wasn't going to get hits every day. And I really, that's where defense for me was huge. It was a solace. It was like, okay, I'm not swinging it right now, but, but I'm going to take some hits away from these guys. And it was really fulfilling. If I can turn a big double play and we win, I can deal with going 0 for 4. Um, so I always was in awe of the guys, the, the DHs. Because there was no solace for them. It's like it was if you hit, don't hit, hit or die. You can't make up for it. Yeah. So, what what's the most important thing for um, for a young baseball player? You know, you got kids, and and you know, what's the most important thing? You know, I got I got a little boy that's on fire for it. He's so a lot like me, where he's going to beat himself up. I know that. What is the hardest, or what's the most important message? Oh, I for, for the young kids. For the young oh, kids. The young kids. I and I always say it, and I, I went through that whole thing. I, I retired and I coached travel ball and all my kids. The thing is, is, is the parents yeah. are tough. Yeah. Uh, Hoffy and myself, when we retired, we took on this, this travel ball team. And we had kids coming. You know, we, we wanted to get the best team. And then all of a sudden, the parents started to come into play, and, and people started quitting. It's like if little Johnny's not hitting third, fourth, playing short, and pitching at the same time, something's wrong here, and we're going to another program. And I remember Trevor and myself sitting there one day going, are we doing something wrong? <laughs> I feel like we know what we're doing. You're in the Hall of Fame. I was pretty good. What are we doing? But then, you know, I started to realize we started recruiting parents with good players, parents that understood, wanted their kid to have a good experience. And I saw a lot of those kids go on, and, and a few of them went to Division One colleges. But I don't don't take it too serious. This game gets so serious so fast. And the guys are going to stick out. It doesn't matter what you do at 12 and 13 in the private. It has nothing to do with it. I think you're born a big leaguer. Wow. With that, with that ability set. Now, you've got to put that in play, and the mental comes into play. But So my kid's screwed is what you're telling me. If he's anything like me. <laughs> well, I have to see him. You know, And it's tough for me, too, dealing with 12-year-olds. They're not even men yet. Yeah. They're not young men. So usually at 16, 17, the guys that are going to go on to the next level, professionally, Division One baseball, they start to – it's kind of become 
becomes se- obvious. Separate. Like, this guy's got the skill set. Now, whether what he does with it, that's a, that's a different ball. I've seen a lot of great talent just didn't have it mentally and couldn't hack it once they got to a certain level. But but my my to the parents especially, my, my message was always, listen, some of my fondest memories to this day are little. I got to play in World Series and the big leagues, all-star games, and those are great. And don't, don't get me wrong. I appreciated the heck out of those. But some of my fondest memories are when I was in Little League. And, and there was no pressure in the world. It was fun. It was hanging out with my my buddies and having a Slurpee after the game. And where are we going? We're going roller skating tonight. Uh, those are some of my fondest memories. And don't take that away from your kids today because there's a good chance they're not going to be Major League Baseball players. Yeah. No matter how much you think, no matter how proud of a parent you are, let these kids be kids and have that experience. So when they're out in the work, they're 25 years old, they look back at those 12 years. Remember that Little League team? Man, that was fun. And I see some kids today take it too serious, have 50 lessons, and they're disappointed. And at 25, they're going, man, you know what? I put, It was too hard. I, did too much. I made it too serious, too early. Be a kid. That's my... Uh, that's my advice. And be a kid. Find out what you want to do. The the guys that are going to go on, they're going to separate themselves. But it's nothing you can really tell at 10, 11, 12 years old. And advice. that advice coming from Brett Boone, of all people. I mean, you and your brother, I, you say no one's born to be a major leaguer. Maybe no one more than you guys were born to be major leaguers, given your grandpa and your dad have played in the big leagues. But no one... No one really can guarantee a career like that going in. Now, maybe you were immune to it a little bit because you, you grew up with your, your dad and, and your grandpa, but is there an element of being starstruck when you walk into the Seattle Mariners clubhouse for the first time and Ken Griffey Jr. is there? How, what, what's that like? Well, I'll tell you, I, when, I, when I made my debut, I, I remember people saying, well, this isn't a big deal for you because you grew up in these clubhouses. Well, maybe maybe so to a degree, but I grew up in these clubhouses as a little pain-in-the-neck kid, probably driving people crazy. Now, all of a sudden, it's my job. It's a different ball game. So I, I don't think I was any different than any other rookie. I was, like you said, I was starstruck. I, I remember seeing Kenny. I, I thought, by the way, Ben, when I was, you meet a 21-year-old Brett Boone, I was pretty brash. I, I thought I, I thought I was pretty good, and, and if you weren't sure, just stick around for a while. I'll tell you. <laughs> but I, you know, I got through the minor leagues really quick, and I got to the big leagues. And my first piece of humble pie was playing with Griffey, because I thought I was really good. And I'm going, this guy's my age, and he's on his third All Star game. Wow! And I'm trying to trying to get a hit tonight. So yeah, it's definitely for me. Uh, I was in awe like anybody else because as a player, it's just different than being a kid. And, you know, my upbringing, I look back, uh, I think when we're kids, we're kids. We take it for granted. But believe me, now I appreciate what I got to do. And and everybody always asks, uh, you know, it must have really helped you. I said, and I've got a patent answer now for everybody. I said, I'll tell you what, I don't know how much it helped me, but I know it didn't hurt me. So uh, I I had a blessed childhood, really cool. Uh, and, and it's still going. I still like to like today. Just being a coach. Yeah, sometimes it's a pain in the neck out here dealing with this guy that won't shut up and he wants to hit third and he wants to pitch. But uh, that's at not the me, end, by the way. At the yeah. end, at the end of the day, it's it's really fun. It, you get some fulfillment just watching these guys and and how how much they're having a good time and really kind of fulfilling their dreams. Well, Brett, uh, it's great to see you in person. I'm glad uh, we got to chat with you. Try to. Try to, uh, you know, be easy on some of those campers. Ben, I know they're, uh, by they're the feeling way, I'll, sore I'll keep, now. 
I, I think I got uh, Paulie and Woodsy today. Game one. Uh-oh. I will. I will definitely keep you posted. My eye. <laughs> By the way, Woodsy, I'm going to tell you right now. I am going to be watching you like a hawk. Good. So d- don't mess it up because uh, next time I come on the show, people will know. Yes, they will. Yeah, I'll tell them. I'm not afraid to tell <laughs> them. I know he will. Bernie was telling me we were the uh, we were the talk of the coach's room yesterday. It was, it was great. Did you hear me? It? Your kangaroo court. Did you hear it? Yeah, we got banged. It was great. We got banged for doing a radio show. No, one. Yeah, it was Ash. You know, Ash is Ash. one of, he's one of he the guys that runs it. Ash, what what would they get rung up for yesterday? Thinking that this the whole camp runs around this radio. Right, right. They the said, whole well, camp we're going to we're gonna run. Show up, you know, only when they're done with this. You know, oh, we can't stretch. Yeah, this is a job. I, it was a pretty hefty. I think it was the biggest fine. I think it, it was, was twenty bucks a piece 25. for for Polly and Woodsy thinking the entire uh, Padres camp <laughs> revolved around their little radio show. I think that's the quote. Yeah, Am I, I right? I think that's exactly what it was. What a fun interview with uh, Brett Boone, of course, uh, Woods and Paul. I have not gotten the results if they're done with their uh, their fifth place game yet, and whether they went winless or whether they, wait they haven't won a game. That, they did not win a single game. Oh, am is, I on? Am I on here, Frank? Is my microphone on? Yeah, it sounds on to me. Right. Is uh, is Woods pitching? Uh, Woods said he pitched okay. He said Trevor tried to get in his head yesterday, but didn't. He's through strikes. But they just haven't had a very good team. He said they committed five straight errors behind him, and they ended up oh losing my goodness. Their, their fifth game. So they ended up in the fifth-place game this morning. Wow. The consolation to the consolation game at Fantasy Camp. That's funny. I, I could totally see where they're getting a really hard time about the whole camp running around their radio show. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, they were right in the center of everything. Uh, they were sitting right there between the clubhouse yeah, and the well, trainer's see, room. So. I've seen the, the video interviews, and I kind of know well, that complex. I mean, they, are, they are like in the middle yeah. of everything. People are walking by. It's, I mean, funny. it's either that or what, in some side room somewhere. I thought they were in a great place. So yeah. uh, thanks to everybody who stopped by the table. All of our guests appearing on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Uh, we did our NFL picks earlier. You got any thoughts on the games, Sam, this weekend? Yes. Uh, quickly, uh, Chiefs over Jaguars. Uh, I'll take the, I'm gonna Eagles take the, Cowboys, the Cowboys over the 49ers. Okay. I'm going to take the Eagles over the Giants. I actually think everybody's picking the Giants right now. Bills, Let's go Bengals. Eagles. And let's go Joe Burrow, Joey B, Bengals. I took all the home favorites and even laid the point spread, so we'll see. Um, Paul and Woods took the underdogs on Sunday, but we all had the favorites on Saturday. With that, wrap up the week. Sammy, thank you for coming in. Thank you. Italian Paul, Frank Marchese, great job all week. uh, We'll see you in a few weeks again when we go out to spring training. For Woods and Paul in Arizona, I'm Ben, Coach John Quintero, coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 